0: We are challenging the stigmatization of normal human suffering and we are done pretending and subscribing to the notion that it is taboo to have challenging mental health experiences. Welcome to the Pretty Mental Health
1: Club and enjoy the show. Pretty Mental family, welcome back. I am Valentina Sinistera,
0: half of Pretty Mental. And I am Paula Sinistera, the other half of Pretty Mental. And for all of you returning listeners, we
1: love you so much. We missed you. And for all of our new listeners, welcome. We love you so much. We are so happy that you're here. We have 103 episodes. Plus this one that's going out today. So tons of delicious goodness, spiritual nourishing, amazingness
0: for you guys. Uh, so much to jump into in there. And in today's conversation, we did another solo catch up with each other where we went through the navigating the crossroads and surfing the waves of transitions and what it's like to do that from a spiritually aligned, nervous system-regulated place what that journey has recently been like for us and a bunch of little golden nuggets that hopefully you guys can pick up and use in your own lives as well.
1: Yes, and if you guys resonate with this podcast episode, with any of our podcast episodes, as always, it would mean so much to us if you reviewed us, if you rated us, if you subscribed to us, All of that really matters. Our mission is to really get this community as big as we can possibly have it, as connected and, you know, just letting it find all the right ears. And that helps by you guys. You guys help us whenever you rate and review it because that's what the algorithm likes. And, you know, one day, one day y'all will finally listen to me and do it. But, you know, until then, I'm going to have to keep asking you. Today, I dove into some experiences that i'm going through right now and as always in true valentina fashion i tried to stay ambiguous but have no idea how to do it i literally feel like pretty mental is like like i mean you guys are my best friends this is how i feel your family where i'm like oh i can't like i can't tell them yeah i can't tell them and then i see you guys and i'm like listen this is the juice from beginning to end every detail in between the entire plot line so Dear diary. Dear diary. Dear diary <laughs> slash pretty mental listeners. Yes, I know. So you guys basically are jumping in right now, real time into a very raw moment that I'm in. And yeah, I'm excited to share it with you. I feel like that is I know. Like that's part of the what brings me the most joy is being very transparent with everything that I'm going through because it takes the stigma off of it. One. And I want everyone to know that it's just as much, like we all need each other. This is a a community healing space. And I don't think any of us should ever be alone on our journeys. So I like to be super open and show the really raw, human, messy side of myself, even in transition, because one, I just can't help it. And two, (laughs) (laughs) because it hopefully gives, you guys permission too to know yeah. that we're always evolving, we're always adapting. And that's the nature of being human. We came here to evolve.
0: Well, and a lot of it is very universal. Yeah. There's always something I think in, in literature, this is very clear that the more personal it gets, the more universal it becomes. Mm. So I
1: love that.
0: Yeah. So the cool thing about you guys getting to witness this podcast and these conversations is to Normalize it, which is our whole the whole goal of this podcast—to yeah. normalize and destigmatize all of these very human things. Yeah, none, none of us are out here as perfectly polished and perfect as our protector parts of our ego want to make it seem at times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and with that, pretty mental family, take
1: in a deep breath with us. And tune in. And before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to invite you guys to come breathe with us in my next virtual group full moon breathwork session. We have so many of you, beautiful listeners, who come and join us from this community, from our community on Instagram. And it's so fun getting to connect with you guys, and getting to breathe with you guys, and getting to release with you guys. Breathwork is such a powerful, potent healing tool. And once a month we meet for a full moon breath work on the shadow of the full moon. So leading up to such a potent time of release, and we get together for some nervous system regulation for some tapping in and the energy is amazing. So come and breathe with us. I will add the link in our show notes if you want to join and bring a friend with you. So now we can tune in. We open ourselves up for whatever wants to come through, for the highest healing of ourselves, our community, everyone they come in contact with with, and for the highest healing of the planet. We open ourselves up to loving, connected, grounded, rooted, communication, healing, nourishing, connected communication. We open up our hearts, our throats, our minds, our spirits, what wants to come through, what wants to come through today, the portal is now open. Yo, for, <laughs> for the highest healing of the planet ourselves, everyone we come in contact with and for the highest healing of the planet. For the highest
0: vibes. Hello, that high vibe frequency. What's up? I am chilling. How are you?
1: I'm great. I'm great. I feel we were just talking about this before the repressed record. How, like, yeah, there's I've been doing these meditations lately where, and I can talk a little bit about why I've been doing these meditations in a minute, but I've been doing these meditations where I'm like imagining myself fully clearing out of everything, almost becoming this like fully empty vessel. Mm. Like if you were to think of like a straw, you know, like the inside is fully hollow, but it still Mm. has that vessel. Mm -hmm. And turning to the light, feeling my heart and all of my chakras in the front of my body and just completely open up and allowing the sun, the light to pour in, to pour in, to pour in. And I've been releasing whatever i think needs to pour in or whatever i think needs to stay i'm allowing the the light that i'm facing to to do what it needs to do and in fully in trust and then i say plant me where i will bloom i drop mm. resistance and i
0: detach i detach plant me where i will bloom mm. that is wild because earlier today i did a version of that oh wow like what? Tell me. Which is probably why we were just staring at each other in complete presence. <laughs> we literally, you guys? And neither of us had any, like, we were just like, I, I literally can't think in words or anything, but it feels good. Right, right. We, we, tur- we got on the podcast and we were like... Just staring at each other. <laughs> we're
1: like, how do we start this thing again? How did we used to do this? Like acting completely brand new. Because in a way that you know and tell me about yours but the meditation i'm doing is kind of like i'm like you know what i'm wiping out i'm wiping out all the things that i identified with that i held on to that i thought i wanted that i all of the things all the things i'm i am devoted to what you think and you as in the universe god the light what you think i'm here to do what you know i'm here to do pour into me. I'm here. I'm fully devoted to you. So yeah, it, it, it's like a, a big rebirth right now. And not to mention we're in the middle. We just, just had yesterday, the full moon in Scorpio, the lunar eclipse, Mercury in retrograde and Scorpio is in charge of transformation and rebirth and death. And like, I'm fully feeling it. I'm fully feeling
0: it. Yeah, I am super interested and in, I have an identity um, cri- issue when Crisis. it comes to astrology <laughs> because I fully, I'm like, I, I'm i like, yeah, like that is so real to me. And at the same time, I'm agnostic about it, but for what it's worth, that is what, that is how it feels. <laughs> so I don't know what happens in the astrological realm, but My, the way it's been lining up for me has very much been that too. Um, yeah, I think I, so the light coming in during my meditation is bringing in a frequency of purity, but like in the highest sense of that word, like a frequency of a frequency of love just pure light coming in. And not for me, it's not, well, no, actually, yeah. There's an element of cleansing happening and another element of bringing love to every part of me that was not in that frequency. And the cleansing that's happening is releasing everything that was never mine. And I guess with that, you know, that goes for all of us at at our most essential essence we are literally just love, compassion, clarity, calmness, curiosity. We are all that. Anything that is not in that type of frequency is just kind of like conditioning and programming and patterns that belong to this planet that we're here to dance with and we're here to get to know and we're here to explore but We can definitely get lost and confused in those patterns Mm -hmm. and so (laughs) this energy just i've I've just kind of been letting it pour into me too i think the more that we see what's not us the more that you come back into that essence Mm -hmm. it's really interesting right yeah definitely definitely and i you know i'm what
1: i referred to earlier i'm going through some transitions right now that very much still in the middle of it. So I won't get too specific. I will a few episodes down, but right now what's coming up with these transitions that I'm going through is a lot of fear that I, that I've always kept a secret to myself. Like I've always known this was a fear, but I haven't fully went in and weeded it out because I was, I was doing fine. <laughs> I was I was fine, not needing to look at that for a minute. Yeah, and and also because I I didn't full I wasn't even sure if it was a fear or if it was like, you know, what's what's an actual fear and what's a societal fear and what's my fear and what whatever. Totally. But now where I'm at, I'm like, oh, okay, that was a fear. Okay, good to know. And I'm going through a moment right now where what's coming up for me is like, will I be okay? Um, Will I, is this the right thing? Like what? Okay. So I feel like I need to get a little more specific with my, with my career right now, with my career, I'm fully. How do I do? How do I Help me, Paula. (laughs) (laughs) You're at a crossroads. I'm at a bit of a crossroads where it feels like a crossroads, but at the same time, I know that the next thing that's happening, I know like my higher self witnessing all of this from a bird's eye view knows that this is part of my expansion, right? I have, you know, I may be needing to transition to another job, another career with the same thing that I'm doing now with brand strategy, with digital marketing, and I'll always do my breath work because that's the thing that just fully feel, fills me up. But within, within, you know, the space where I am now, I'm, hmm, what's coming up is like, as I move forward with the next thing that I'm doing, like, will I be okay? Will I like it? Will you know, like w- with my next job, will I be filled up? Will it constrict me? Whatever. Um, not whatever, yeah, it's a little well, forward, but and I want to get more specific, but I also want to be like delicate to me, me, <laughs> and on all parties involved as I'm transitioning in this specific moment. Um, but I mean, I don't know from an outsider, Paula, was that like specific enough to make sense?
0: I mean, I just kind of take it as you're going through a transition of in a career kind of crossroads and you're wondering if you're going to be OK. Yeah, I, that's pretty relatable. I think a lot of people go through that. Um, I think that. Yeah, you know, it's wild because you've always been OK. Yeah. We've all always been OK. Yeah. Yeah. Like one way or another, we're actually okay. And what I'm realizing now is that any aspect of me, any doubts that come in to ask like, if I'm, if I'm going to be okay, oh my God, like, is this going to work? That's not mine. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I mean, I don't think that's yours either.
1: no. I hear what's coming up for me, like when I had to start getting, you know, realizing that I would potentially have to make this transition was like, I the little Valentina in me it was like, ah, who's going to protect us? <laughs> like, who are we going to be? Are we going to have a roof over our head? Are we, are we going to be able to keep paying our bills? Are we going to be able to keep paying for all the, you know, you guys know I'm on a health journey, like all the medical things I need to be paying for right now that are keeping me in a space where I can actually work you know? And I am right now on a daily basis, consistently having to go in and be like, imagining myself almost like standing up with my shoulders back, like a warrior and seeing the fear, like a wave where before, when I was before now, you know, I always, I th- I would feel the fear and I would just like keep walking with the fear, but it would still kind of scare me. And now I'm at a point where I'm kind of like going above the fear and being like, uh-uh, no. Yes, we will be okay. Yes, almost like a mom with a little baby who is like, you are going to be good no matter what. Like, like stubbornly and almost with like a, like a fierce assertion of we will not allow that fear to go over us. We will not allow that fear to stop us. And it's kind of reminding me, I've been on my surfing journey learning oh, that's how to so surf. cool. surfing yeah.
0: is i'm sure i'm sure you can pull so many metaphors out of surfing dude so oh my god also i went
1: surfing with dolphins um what uh-huh they popped in they come and play sometimes
0: oh my god yeah i know uh,
1: i know <gasps> And, and sea lions come through sometimes too.
0: Wow. How magical. This was
1: my first time like being in the water with them where they were not that far. And I was like, oh God, all my like bait, like my like childish imagination of like, what if they just came and all of a sudden they started like pulling me. And they were like, Valentina, we've been wanting to talk to you. <laughs> we've been wanting to connect with you. Like literally my mind goes to like a Disney Channel movie. Um, and- yeah, my, mine too.
0: Like, did you get to touch them
1: soon? But yeah, so I had, I have a friend who's been surfing with me every single weekend and he's kind of been like telling me when to stand up, when to paddle, when, you know, when to do, when to do the thing. So I have fully like been counting on him to be like, almost like my, like my coach throughout all this. Right. And then he texts me Friday night and he's like, I can't make it tomorrow. And I was like, Valentina, you will not cancel on your own surfing plans. Like go, just go anyway. And I was so scared because part of me was like, I'm going to look so stupid. I'm going to be like falling everywhere. Everyone's going to be like this new girl in the water is getting in our way of the waves because a part of the, the like rules quote unquote is like, you got to know when to get out of people's way, way when they're trying to catch a wave, If you got to know if it's their wave and if it's their wave, you got to respect that and allow them to catch it. And i was always just counting on my friend to be like no don't go let him go really fully replacing my intuition after a certain point and allowing him to fill in so i made myself go and was scared the entire time like nerves but i was like just follow i saw some dude and i was like i'm just gonna follow him i'm literally just gonna follow him into the water and i'm just gonna like follow everyone around me and copy people when i don't know what i'm doing and it's so funny because I went in and I stayed and I was fine. And afterwards I'm like, that is just so wild. That like that fear was so like such an illusion. Like that was not that big of a deal. I've been doing this for a minute I know what I'm doing. And I, then the next day I went with my friend again and I stood up for the first time in a long time, like over and over and over and over again. And I was like, I, it was almost like the, the, the water, this is how I pictured it. Like the water was telling me, like, you just got to put in your work and show up fiercely and show me that you want this and I'll give it to you. And I feel that right now with what's happening in my life, with my career transition of like, you just keep showing up. You don't have to know how this is going to look like. You don't have to know how it's going to play out. Just show up, show up, show up, give it your all. And we're going to, we're going to place what you want. We're going to place what is going to make you bloom the most. Just trust.
0: Mm -hmm. You don't have
1: to know how to do it exactly. You don't, all these little lingering fears of, you know, the little Valentina that's coming in of knowing whether I'm good enough, knowing whether I can handle it, knowing whether I'll be okay. Um, you know, that, that mother Valentina, that ocean, the universe is like, no, you just keep coming. We've got you. You're good.
0: Yeah. Somebody recently said to me, like, such a good point that when we are like five or six, we're just kind of like living in the moment, you know, or seven or eight. We're not thinking about like when I am fourteen years old, am I gonna be eating and having a roof over my head? When you're for, you know, you're not like when I am thirty three, am I gonna have be eating and have a roof over my head? And yet somehow here we are, still eating and having roofs over our head. You know, like the 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 path keeps lighting on the way there. Um, and I think something that you, something that I I kind of pull from what your your example, your recent experience is that it's so important to just face into stuff because I think like especially in Western psychology and the way that we have like a tendency to analyze everything and to find like diagnoses for everything and to find reason to go into analysis for everything, it can be so tempting to stay in the end like I I call it an indulgence of at a certain point, you know, like you want to know where those fears come from, but at a certain point, it's like, you could have easily just stayed home and been like, okay, why am I feeling this fear? Where's this fear coming from? When did this fear originate? Where do I feel this in my body? How do I breathe into it? Like, you know, just kind of like staying with it. And that would have actually taken you deeper into the frequency of it. Like it can actually, like, there's a trap there where, you know, like if we try hard, like really hard to figure it out, it can kind of be like a Chinese finger trap, where like you're like Mm. in there and you're like moving your finger around and like now it's harder to get out and you think you're kind of getting to the other side of it through analysis. But at some point you just have to like, almost like, like wake up, pull yourself out of that frequency, pull yourself out of that energy and like literally like skip over to the next frequency. Mm Mm-hmm. Like jump on the next wavelength, jump Mm -hmm. on the next wave and just like catch a totally different vibe. And you find that the solution often is not at the level of the problem. We need to look at the problem. We need to like have some semblance of like having a coherent story. Because as human beings, we do need that, like, like kind of make sense of your story. And then at a certain point, you got to make a whole new story. And Mm -hmm. that's where the exposure work, the behavioral work of actually just kind of getting out there and jumping on a totally different frequency builds a different blueprint for your life. Yeah. Like you're not we're not going to be able to build a new blueprint for our life by getting just staying with like wanting to get to the absolute root of the other blueprint. Like at some point you got to you look at it and it's quite a dance. And then you just, you just jump, you leap. Yeah. You leap to the next thing and like, cool. Like, what does it feel like to surf here? Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And
1: like giving myself, I knew it. I'm like, if I stay home, I will lose trust in my own ability. I have to prove to myself, even if I go out there, my fucking board breaks. Cause it's so harsh. I'm will, like, I'm, I'm more willing now where I am in my life now in the past, I, I would play it really safe. And, and I would hide like a little, like a crab with their shell, like a hermit, like, no, nope, too much going back in. Cause my nervous system was just way too, you know, can't, can't, my nervous system cannot handle that. Yeah. And now because of what I've the tools and just where I'm at in my life. Now I'm like, Mm-mm, we're going to, if we come back bruised with a broken arm, we're just going to do that. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we're, but we're going to go in because at this point, We will not build on the fear that is going to keep you from your greater expansion, because if you allow that fear to take over, it's going to start becoming paralyzing. So go do the thing with the discomfort and go show yourself that you can do it. And that's where I'm at now, too, with like looking for the next the next transition of my life of applying to different jobs and submitting resumes like that is exhausting, oh my God, it is exhausting. And like writing your own resume. And I haven't had to do one of those in a hot minute, but you know, cause most of the jobs I've gotten in the past have always been like word of mouth with friends and whatever, like uh networking events. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Like this, I'm going to write a resume and do all my cover letters and submitting job, to jobs. And as I'm doing it, there was so much resistance. Like the first day I was like, I almost like a little naked mole rat shivering, (laughs) like looking for like new jobs, you know? Yeah. And, and for, and for all of you who are wondering, you know, love my fricking current job. I love it with my whole entire heart. I love it. And I think right now where I'm at in my life is looking for something that is, um, a little less entrepreneurial because I've been doing, I've been an entrepreneur, even though I've been within companies, it's still been very much entrepreneur year like um, I want something that is just, you know, a little different. It's just a new, a new, maybe a little more stability on one end. Um, yeah, and that's what my nervous system is, is seeking out now. And that's what my spirit is seeking out now. It knows that it needs this just for the next expansion, not forever, but just for this next phase. But that first day I was like, like like reading reading like job roles and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do that one bullet point, you know, and that one, even though I could do everything else, that one bullet point in the job description like made me just feel like I'm so incompetent. I'm not ready for this. I'm not, you know. And it's funny because I remember I used to put on these events back in Atlanta um with rebel women. I was on the board of rebel women, an amazing nonprofit where we would basically host different events with different themes for women to for women to build their own tables because there's not enough women in leadership and women who are really taking power. And one of the things at one of those events that someone gave us a stat of like men versus women, when they see if they're like men always think they're overqualified for a job and they will always submit even like if half of the bullet points they're not qualified for. And women, if there's like one thing that they like maybe don't know how to do and then everything else they've mastered, they're like, cannot do it. They won't, you know, and so right now, like even coming up against this process, I'm like, no, submit, you know, your value submit, you know, what you can contribute and you know, that you're a quick learner and like con- consistently reminding myself of all of, all of my strengths, all of my value, all of the things that I could be um, contributing. And then the second day of submitting, it was harsh, but a little less. And then the third day it was just like, I'm on, I'm now in flow. And the fourth day is like, now I'm a little more in flow and, and then it just showed to me, I'm like, okay, like you literally just keep going, just keep going. And it will start to smooth out and you will come up against like the harsh waves and get pummeled and get bruised. And you just keep going because one day things are going to just start clicking and they're going to start flowing and you're going to be in flow and, and momentum, the universe responds to momentum. Yeah. and
0: when those waves come it's so important to be able to kind of like take a step back and be aware of the relationship you're having with them Mm -hmm.
1: because
0: it can be very tempting for us to like go into like the very societal pattern that's very con that's all around us of like oh my god oh that wave oh that hurt like that was a problem you know Mm -hmm. or okay, what can I observe about that? And yeah. taking a step back and viewing it more as a circumstance to learn from the circumstance to observe. And then what's happening. It's like, okay, wonderful. Like I'm fine tuning my perception. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm fine tuning like, okay, my foot needs to go a little more to the left. Cool. Like that's what, that's what my spirit came to do on this planet anyways was learn. Yeah. Totally. And I
1: think, you know, when I first started getting into the, my first job ever in the career world was a little more corporate and it was, it was very traumatic. It was not great. Like I didn't have amazing leadership. I didn't have, you know, if I, if I messed up with something, it wouldn't be like, oh, you're just learning, keep going. It was like, It wasn't a space for growth. And I think pre-pandemic, a lot of jobs were like that. And post-pandemic, a lot of jobs are actually becoming more open to like acknowledging the human and acknowledging that we're not robots um, and the learning curve. So after that, I like left corporate forever and went into more startup entrepreneurial like gigs. And I loved it because it taught me basically how to run a company and how to wear many, many hats. And it gave me a lot of confidence. And within that, I was like, I will never go back to corporate because part of me also thinks that it's like spirit and soul sucking and that's exhausting. But now things are a little bit different. The world has evolved and like corporate quote unquote, there's still some jobs that are, you know, gotta be in at nine o'clock out at five, gotta have your old green dot on and Slack and make sure you're always whatever, communicating and you better. But I think now they're a little more flexible and more open. And so learning, I'm, you know, when there's resistance coming up against me, where I'm, when I'm applying to these different jobs is feeling, you know, I'm like all the fears. I'm like, no, no, no. They're they're Because the grooves that got instilled back then were like, you're not good enough. You're not meant for this. You're like the wrong person for the role. You're all these like horrible voices. And now I'm like, no, just full. I'm like, I know where this comes from. I know, you know, how competent you are. And you know, that the more you keep going, the more like you said like you just like learn where to put your foot on the right position or when to catch the wave a little bit different you just you learn and you keep going
0: yeah a lot of it has to do with the perspective that we have and it's so funny as you're talking i'm like you know it's doing a doing something like this podcast is that what comes with it is that we're constantly commenting on the leading edge of our experience publicly. And that's like, that's a wave that's always unfolding. So it's constantly changing. And, and like, I'm, I know the listeners have heard you a million times be like, fuck corporate, we oh, can't I do any corporate anything. Right. Um, yeah. and life is always unfolding. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And I'm, I'm seeing right now too. And one of the things that I, I love, like I'm, I'm excited and I'm proud that I'm changing my mind in real time, and not even changing my mind, but opening up my perspective. Because to explore, to explore, and I want people to witness this because that's something that I value is for, with myself is the ability to adapt and the ability to pivot and the ability to not maintain any specific identity and to let go whenever without needing to um, have shame over that. Cause I think there's a lot of shame when people are like, uh, all the things I said, no, you know, I'm like, no, that was really real. And some of it is real for specific segments, but now where I am in this next stage of evolution is seeing like, I was, as I was doing, um, research, I was finding jobs within the mental health space where I could do brand strategy for them. And I was like, oh my God, me believing that corporate only looked one way and i was going to have to go and like market like like air conditioning machines you know <laughs> like thinking that i could only look one way and that i couldn't couldn't bring my passion into that and thinking that it would be super limiting was actually maybe limiting my potential maybe limiting my next expansion like what if i can now go into a company and that like highly, highly treasures mental health. And they allow me to bring in my creativity and everything that I know within my expertise. And I'll be learning from them too. I'll be learning from people who have built entire companies based off of what really matters to me. And they're also within the system, quote unquote. You know, I can, And before I think I was like shunning it. And now I'm like, let me play with you for a minute and understand you and get to know you. And we can learn from each other. And let's just see what comes out of this. And maybe it'll only be six months, you know, maybe it'll be a year, who knows. But I am right now doing what I said within my meditation, emptying myself out fully of all the things that I've ever thought I knew. And just take me where I will bloom, place me where I will bloom. I'm, I'm open to it all. And I don't want to limit anything for myself.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of Michael Singer uh, vibes of the Surrender Experiment. Honestly, I literally thought that
1: like yesterday. I was like, I really feel, I feel like him right now. I fully feel like him right now. And because I'm fully letting go of all the things that I think I need and trusting that it'll play out. And also like I'm in a space right now, as I'm also entering my Saturn return, which shakes, shakes things up is. I don't have a super, super clear vision of, you know, my exact role in 10 years, which society tells us like work to be
0: this thing, you know? Yeah. I never know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm that, like, that shit is going to unfold. I'm, I'm looking forward to finding out. <laughs> yeah. And
1: I, and right now, like I had before a vision where I was like, okay, you know, eventually like I'm going to work up to like breath work is going to be my full thing. And I'm going to be seeing, you know, one-on-one clients back to back. And, and then now, and then I realized I actually also love doing digital, uh, brand strategy for people. I'm super creative. And that part of my brain loves to be worked. I'm really good at getting to know brands, getting to know people and helping them identify who they are and how to put that out there. And Now I'm like okay, like I have no idea. So the so the soil is fertile, you know. Like maybe I'll end up becoming a coach that blends brand strategy with breathwork and yeah, um, like helping people hone in on who they are and what they want to put out in the world while also bringing in nervous system regulation tools. Like maybe that's one way that I'm going to do this because the I mean I will never let go of breathwork. It's it fills me up just as much as the creative strategy side does. So. Yeah, it's like, on one hand, I'm like, how is this going to look? And on the other hand, I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't even know, this is exciting. Who knows what awaits for me on the end of this? I just know that right now I'm going to hone in on all the skills I possibly can and view it as almost like I'm getting paid to learn and allow it to build something that I don't even know what it is yet, but I know and I can feel it in myself is going to be epic
0: it's something new it's something new we we want new yeah we think we want like stability and like some level of stability yes but as we were saying in that pot in our last podcast (laughs) the very last one (laughs) when when uh humans find something that works We're like, oh, like this has to not have to do it like this every day. Yeah.
1: But the
0: the landscape of life is constantly changing. And it's like, I can't, but that's actually not very intelligent. To be so stuck in what worked yesterday, that you're not actually perceiving what life is asking of you today. Mm -hmm. That's where intelligence comes in. And consciousness is always asking to evolve. And so, okay, something else is being asked today. Cool. How do I meet this? I, I'm kind of, you know, it's like, this is exciting. I get to find out what new masterpiece of life is going to be created out of this. This is, this is really cool. It's an adventure. It's like a, you know, like a video game, <laughs> like what's the next level Yeah, what comes next. Yeah. And I
1: remember that was one of the main things I'm, that- that really fed my anxiety where I used to like, I would say in like my early twenties, when my anxiety was just at its absolute peak and my mental health was struggling. Like I would do certain things that would like feel good. And I'm like, Oh, I found the algorithm. Now I have to do that exact routine tomorrow and the day after and the day after, like, so now I, I have to make sure that I wake up at that time and I have to make sure that the first thing I do is that thing. And I have to eat that meal. Like it was, very obsessive because I was so scared of a feeling the anxiety again and allowing it to overpower because I didn't have the right tools at that time. And eventually I learned that and it did work. It did work being a little more militant at some point, but then I held on to that so tightly that then I became super afraid to leave that routine. And that became my new anxiety. And I was keeping myself in this small little Island thinking that that was my safety. And then I finally realized, I'm like, this is now impeding me. So I began to be like, you know what? We're going to just take all routine off. And this is why I loved working in startups and entrepreneur. Like I needed that for that phase because it made me be like, no, we show up every day seeing what we need to do at that time. And that really taught me the art of pivoting and the art of being really flexible and the art of knowing that you can handle anything that's going to come to you as long as you just continue to stay present and you continue to shoulders back, chest out. I can handle this and we'll learn together. And there's nothing wrong with failing. In fact, dive in and allow yourself to almost fail because that's, or fail because that's when you, that's when you're going to learn. And I think we think that the failing quote unquote is going to break us. And maybe that mentality comes from the school system and a lot of the more rigid religious societal norms. Yeah. Just comes. Right? It
0: comes from what our society's been like. That, that that there's just an imprint of that pattern all around us, and you just have to know. We all have to know that it doesn't belong to us. Yeah. And it doesn't. It's
1: not. It doesn't really. It's not fact for really anyone, right? It's this thing, this illusion that we've decided to hold on to. That it's no one applies to that. No one. And. One of my favorite things that I learned from Nicola, one of my first uh, bosses, and then Sarah, who was on the uh, podcast, the last one, is like having them creating their own companies, like there in real time, they live very authentically and transparently. And they do not ever try to hide anything that could be going wrong. Immediately they call it out. So everyone knows, and we begin to pivot. So you don't fear what's going wrong. It just becomes part of the flow within, and I think within the more rigid, you know, archaic structures that are now crumbling more and more that held up for so long, it was kind of everyone just being like, stay in your lane, heads down. If there's something wrong, like handle it, fix it now. And we can't tell anyone and we can't make, I can't tell them cause I may get in trouble. And, and that's just not how it is anymore.
0: Yeah. That's why, that's why things crumble because they're not flexible. Yeah. So cultivating psychological flexibility on this journey. Totally. Totally. It's important and constantly reminding yourself, like, what's not yours. If we are working from the paradigm, which I think you and I both do, that we at our most essential our pure potentiality and pure energy, just life energy wanting to express itself and create and unfold and grow and expand and explore, then anything that isn't that is not ours. It was here before we got here. We just came here to kind of like take a peek at it and see if we wanna work with it or not. Like when you were gonna go surfing, the thought of like, oh my God, am I going to be embarrassed? Like, are people going to look at me? Like, am I going to get in, you know, am I going to do it wrong? Are people going to judge me? Are they going to be mad at me? Are they going to be mad at me? That is not, that's not yours. Like who we are at our most essential is just out there exploring. If someone is going to like, someone is going to be mad. You kind of, you, you know, you dance with that. You dance with that in the moment. If someone is going to judge you, that's not yours. Right. And that's the
1: the main thing right now. And that helps me, that helped me then. And it's helping me now is not internalizing any of that. Where, you know, growing up, if someone gets mad, gets mad at us, we get in trouble. We're in trouble. You know, like we were bad. We were bad. Yeah. We fucked up. We were not good. Uh-oh, we did something wrong and yeah now it's like you know it's like i did go out there and 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 i'm like oh this is like part of the this is part of the flow like sometimes you kind of you know i see people literally body slam into each other sometimes and then at the end of it you're, you just check on each other with love are you okay shit my bad and every once in a while you will get someone who's like a little more high strung and they're like oh, you know you're in my way but it's like that's way less and also you just learn you learn to like exposing you learn to expose yourself to that and know that like don't internalize that. They're just, you know, sending them love, which is what I do when I drive and someone like cuts me off and, or like get mad. It's like, what are you doing? You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, sending you love. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, right. You know, like, oh shit. They got scared for a second or they got pissed for a second, but like, we're all good. We're all good. Let's keep flowing.
0: And exactly. anyone who wants to
1: hold on to that and like blow it up, it's like just... Gently walk away, and I think what's really powerful now is that I'm realizing is like, oh, we don't need to be little Valentina anymore, you know. And I don't think it's just now. I'm like, you know, it's always continuing. Our inner child will always live with us. Totally. I think the the, the journey of being human is healing that inner child forever. That's like the game of Earth, you know. And, amongst other things, but a big one. And now I'm learning, like, oh, oh, she like, you know she's waking up a little more now. So she's like maturing.
0: Yeah. Healing and showing them something different. Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, let me show you this whole other vibration and frequency and vibe and blueprint that like, that, that is also available here. Mm -hmm. And cool. Let's do this. Let's go explore. I heard this thing that, um, We end up becoming, if you're on this journey, we end up becoming the person that we most needed growing up. And I think that's so cool. That's so cool to think about that, that inner child, whatever fears she has, whatever fears they have, whatever apprehensions they have that like now, like their dream adult has been created. Yeah. To hang out with them. Yeah. It's like, cool. Look who you became. Yeah. You became your dream person. Like the person you feel the most safe with because you know yourself and your nuances and what you need more than anybody. Like that's a really exciting thought for me. Yeah, totally.
1: I've been doing a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of meditations where I sit down and visualize and feel the feelings of the person that I am evolving to that I know is already on the other side, but kind of feeling her now of someone who feels like soup. I just feel the feeling of like confidence and empowerment and someone who's valued and someone who's using their left and their right brain to its full capacity. And someone who's bringing all of their skills out and someone who's riding the waves and not allowing the fear to take over and all of that. Like I'll feel all of that in my meditations and I'll like, let it pour into every single one of my cells. And someone who's like, I've, someone who has her own back, someone who's getting all of her needs met and some, someone who's thriving, someone who's loving life, someone who's empowered, someone who's living out a dream that they didn't even know existed. Feeling that, feeling that, feeling that, feeling that, letting it penetrate every single one of my cells and letting it fill me up and and really bringing that reality into this moment because I know that that is what I'm stepping into and I'm constantly reminding myself that this is where we are now. You know, there's two realities that are existing right now, that one that we're working in and one that we're working out of we're in that middle transition. So let's bring that and call that in even deeper.
0: Yes. And letting, letting, letting my future self excite me.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's another thing I'll do. I'm a queen of these exercises, y'all. And another, I'm like, go as I'm surfing or skating or running or whatever, I'm like, I literally hype myself up. I'm like imagining myself. I'm like, damn, I love this job. I love this job. This is so much fun. I didn't even know this was possible. Oh my God. Like fully already living in that next phase and being like, Oh my God, I didn't even know. Like, Ooh, like this is so exciting. All of my skills are being used. All of the things that I've learned with pretty mental and through breath work and all of the startups that I've worked for, like, Oh my God, now they all make so much sense for this exact moment. Oh, and I get so excited. And I'm like fully that reality is that is my reality now. And so now I see myself where I'm at now is I'm like, I'm already there. We're just doing the flow. Now this is just part of the work to, but we're already there. And I, one of the things that I really value are women who are in leadership and women who are bold. Like when I see women who are like doing the thing, like Bazoma St. John and, um, oh, I'm forgetting her name, this other lady, but where they're just like out here being like boss ass women and being like taking care of their mental health and also like Bringing, you know, building their own tables, not even pulling up a seat at the table, but bringing their own and being super confident and unapologetic. I see that and I'm like, that's, I love you and I love that for what you are doing for women because a lot of our rights have been taken away from us. And a lot of us think that we are not as competent as we actually are. Like we are badass, divine, more than capable. Humans, women give life. Women, we are, you know, I think for a long time, part of like that mother and most women and that nature, that nurture was looked down upon. Almost like that's all you can kind of be, but almost belittling the fact that, like, oh, that's all you can kind of be a mother. Jesus Christ, what do you mean? Like, look at mothers rule the world. We are the ones keeping this planet going. This universe is our mother. And at the same time, we're capable of so much. Like we bleed once a month, you know, for however many days and we keep going. And within our hormonal cycle, we are experiencing ups and downs and all these things. And we continue to go through life. So I'm like, I am one of those. I am seeing myself as one of those of what, like I'm fully, so in order to become one of those, I got to do it now there's like, no, 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 I'm not going to question my ability. I know what I'm capable of. Like I've done a lot of great things. No more falling into the illusion of, you know, needing to be led. I am fully stepping into my own leadership and it feels really good. So part of the transition, you know, at first I was like, Oh my God, the universe is squeezing me. And this is a lot. And now I'm like, you know what? Thank you, because now you know that I'm ready for my next phase of my evolution. You brought it because it's time. So you're giving me an opportunity to step into the woman that I know that I am.
0: Absolutely, Mm -hmm. and yeah, yeah, it's the best perspective you can take on it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It keeps you in your power. Mm -hmm. If we can, if we can stay in a place of gratitude, like, okay, amazing, this is great. (laughs) The sooner that we can shift over to that, then it's no longer. We shift over to like a more of a, of a vibrational kind of consciousness manifestation energy mm-hmm. versus the Western psycho psychological model, which has a ton of benefits, but it could easily be like, Oh no, this is a trauma. Like my nervous system. Oh no, things are, are ch- like, not like, Oh, uh, once again, I, I don't know if I'm going to have enough once again. Oh no. You know, and Oh no. Oh no. Now we're stuck. hmm
1: Yes. I'm trying to pull up. Let's see. My mom is the queen of sending memes. um, And she sent me this meme that I really want to pull up that felt just like so relevant. Let's see. Dude, policy stuff to fill the space. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get so present.
1: Let's see. If I cannot find it, then I'll have to bring it into the next. The next. Mo- oh my God. Okay, side note as I'm looking for this. So I was at um a bar the other day and a friend of mine had was he brought a girl that he was dating. And I fully thought that she was speaking in an American accent. I thought I heard that. And then she comes up to me and she goes, um, uh, she's like, what are you go-? She's like, what are you gonna drink? like in an English accent. And I'm like, I, I switch into horrible Australian. I'm horrible at it, but Australian accents and English accents like five times a day on a daily basis. She's like, what do you want to drink? And I was like, Ooh, one of my, one of my people are here. Like someone who likes to like play. And I was like, I think I'm going to get a soda, soda and lime. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'm going to ask for soda and lime. What are you going to get? everyone who's like cringing right now oh no and she was like oh (laughs) like um like tequila whatever and i was like and then i just kept going and then i split off from her and then we all went and sat outside and then i heard her and i'm like yeah she damn she's like keeping that up (laughs) i'm like she's like not dropping it and then she kept going and i'm like oh my god she's (laughs) English she was probably like this girl
0: is weird as hell
1: i literally like she was actually
0: english uh her context is so funny
1: right because
0: it could either be like you're like playing or you're I guess maybe somebody might think like mocking her, but like actually right. it's just like a misunderstanding in the moment. Right. I can only think like if I started doing a French accent to somebody that was talking in French. You're like, ooh, we wee wee. Yeah.
1: Love, uh, the like, what croissant? the fuck are you? <laughs> right. Or if someone did it to us in like a Spanish accent or something. We'd be like, what the, <laughs> <who>? <laughs>
0: what the fuck are you doing? But then and under other circumstances, it could be play. It's all perspective. She was super. We didn't. We
1: actually never acknowledged <laughs> it because we just didn't. But I'm like, right. I hope she seems super sweet and super like, I hope that Whatever. she was just like, that girl's weird. <laughs> I'll take the L for that. Just think I'm weird. Cause I really, I really didn't think I was mocking her, which I don't think, Um, uh, uh, but I found it. So she goes, this thing that my mom sent says, you are in da-, and David Goggins said this. Who's David Goggins runs on broken bones. Oh yeah. Well. He's he's on the other extreme of it totally. But he goes you are in danger of living a life so comfortable and soft that you will die without ever realizing your true potential. And that really stuck out to me because oftentimes you know all of us I would say, you know, I'd I'd be willing to say that all of us went through things in life that really rattled up our nervous systems. So as a really intelligent way of our own beings to protect us, you know, our beings learned to really protect us and make sure our nervous systems were going to be okay. So we set up all of these little boundaries to keep us within our own Island, because that was going to be the safest. And at that time, that was the smartest thing because that allowed us to first be safe, right? The hierarchy of needs first, we need safety, and then we can build off of that. So we needed that, but then you run the risk of, living such a soft and stable life that you never really, and I don't even want to say stable, but such a soft and protected life that you don't even become who you came to be. So getting scratched up and getting dirty and, you know, breaking some bones here and there is part of the process and it will never break you like you think it will. And you're not that little, you know, I'm not that little Valentina, you're not that little Paula, you guys are not the little... You know, insert your name here, person who would be taken out when they were younger. Because when you're younger, you actually, you know, you need someone to protect you. Now we are in the ability; we have the ability to protect ourselves. Now that we we have the ability and the tools to keep going, so trust that and and just dive in and dive in because the next your next expansion is here. It's waiting for you. It's waiting for me.
0: Your next adventure awaits you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We're just, I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your next adventure. It's really, just such, such a cool accent. I mean, I I'm know. not doing
1: it right, but I know. I know. And I actually thought I was good at it. And I was talking to my friend Jess and I was talking, I was like just speaking in that, in, in that accent. And she was, she's actually English. And she was like, is that your English accent? And I'm like, Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn! I thought that was good, but we can't hear ourselves. Uh, I guess it's yeah. the same when sometimes people speak Spanish, and because we it's our native language, we hear the like where their tongue Don't is not like, able senai. to move.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, expand. Yes, expand, you beautiful, brilliant light beings. We love you guys. Love you.
1: It was nice to check in on you guys. And oh, also I'll say this little like funny story before we jump off. You guys know I'm the queen of also's and not knowing how to say goodbye. We I was on my way to a running club. Watgood, who is the creator of it is Etienne, who's going to be on our podcast soon. I was on my way to it like last week and I saw this little lady who was like bending down trying to pick up her trash can and she like couldn't even bend down far enough to get it. And people just kept driving by. And I was like, I think she needs help. It was one of those, you know, when like everyone keeps driving, she's like, she must be fine. But it's that, yeah. what is that theory? You're like, is this the is this the bystander effect? You're like, this is the, I fully, I'm like, this is a bystander effect. I need to pull over. So I pulled over and I got out and walked her and I'm like, can I help you? And she was like, oh my God, thank you. It was this little Hungarian lady I found out with like the thickest accent. And she had this little like, um, a uh, scarf over her head and her robe. And I'm like, it felt like a little movie, like a movie character. And she was like, oh, thank you. Um, Yeah, so I like got her trash can and I wheeled it back up to her house. And then she was like, we got into conversation and she goes, are you, um, this is what the part that made me feel like we were in a movie. She goes, are you married? And I was like, oh, interesting question. I'm like, no, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not married. And why do you ask? I know. I'm like, why? Who's inside? And then she was like, I'm going to give you my blessing. And I was like, kind of fucking witchcraft is this? Like, is this a little gypsy right now? Like, you know, like fully what it felt like. She's like, I'm giving you my blessing. You're going to get married. And part of me, you know, was like, I don't even know if I want that. What are you doing right now? Please do not place that on me. (laughs) Like fully believing in like whatever spell she was putting on me. But at the other end, I was like, that's kind of beautiful. Thank you. So that was a funny moment that I wanted to (laughs) share with you
0: guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I guess TBD. TBD. TBD.
1: TBD. Um, Yeah. Okay. We done.
0: We done. (laughs) We're done. We love you guys. Love you. Remember, every part of you is welcome here. And... At your core, you are pure potentiality waiting to be expressed. Yeah, at your core and in every
1: single layer. Dive into that, embody that. And we love you guys so much. Be kind to yourselves. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.